You know, I'm like, hurry up. <laughs> hurry up with this recording. You know what I'm saying? Let me get up here and say something to everybody. <laughs> hey, you know what God be using? That's right. And you know how some people sometimes, you know, it go to their head. You're like, man, come chill out. Chill out, man. You're doing too much. Sit down, man. Sit down. <laughs> I'm having that moment right now. You just sit down. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me get up here and say something to them. You know what I'm saying? Since I'm so important. <laughs> I want to joke time. But know this. You are important. You are important. You are. It's so important to have patience and ministry. I'm trying to tell you. And the patience is not with just others that are around us. The patience are also with ourselves. We must be patient with ourselves. A lot of times we rush to do everything in ministry. And when things don't go right. Or perfect as you want them to be. We get upset. We get upset. We cannot. Be patient. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, God. I, I was on the phone with somebody, right? I said, I'm going to call you back. You know, I got to do something. So you think you, you know what I'm saying? People, people just, you know, funny. People funny. And I mean that really. You know, I really mean that. I thank God that I don't, you know, don't embrace negative sarcasm. Don't think highly than I ought to think, but know that I'm more than a conqueror. And when, and when I say higher when I ought to think, meaning to think that I'm better. Because, and don't forget who's using you. It's God who doeth the work. But be glad God using you to do it. You understand? But don't change negatively. Don't boast. And nothing. Because I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know when I say it. I'm just playing. I'm just praying. I pray. I pray. Hallelujah. But you know, we gotta. We can't do that. Because walking with God is guaranteed to live a successful lifestyle. Continue to praise. Continue. I'm on joke time laughing. Continue to give thanks. Give thanks, y'all. Give thanks. Much thanks. Seriously. And guess what? Some people are going to say things, okay? You think you all that, okay? But the thing about it is, the purpose of ministry is for God to use you to bless others. Because somebody else in their ministry was used by God to bless you. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget what God has done for you. And never forget, we owe no man nothing, nothing, nothing but to love them. And God don't mean that you borrow $5 and act like you don't want to give it back. But when you declare more and decree more that you are a lender and never a borrower, you will see that more in your life. But first you must sow your seed. Don't want an increase financially and you don't sow anything. Let me give you a quick testimony. I gave it before. I said, God, I want to give so much. It was the anniversary of my church home about eight years ago. And I was like, Father, I want to give more than this. I want to give thousands. I'm giving hundreds. It's not enough. So God said, give me all you got. I started looking everywhere. I looked under the bed, in the couch, in every purse. 
And I mean every single purse, ladies. Every wallet. Every pocket. Every drawer. God will even lead me to place to find money on the ground that I will pick up and find and put it in that, pla- in that same place where I kept the other money. And I was a little disappointed because I wanted more than that. And here is my spiritual dad on the day of the anniversary at the time. Lift up your seat. Lift up your seed. Because you're sowing on good ground. Don't focus on the amount of your seed. Because God looks and sees a cheerful giver. It don't matter how much is in the seed. You're going to reap according to your heart. No matter what. Somebody can sow a million dollar seed with no heart in it. And somebody can sow one cent. That's all they have to give. And they choose to give to the Lord. Because they know that God is so good. And in so many words he says. This is the greatest seed you have ever sowed thus far. You put your heart in it. You give it your all. And that's what God wants. Your all. Your best. Because his best. He has also given unto you. A hundredfold harvest. We haven't even reaped what we sowed over 20 years ago. That's why you always have. Because your seed will always produce. Produce. To reproduce. To produce. To reproduce. You grab an apple from a tree. You cut out the seeds. After you eat that apple that you just planted. That just flourished into a tree. Here you go getting out more seeds. And sow them on good ground. Now here comes another tree. And keep reproducing. Reproducing. Out that seed. You are the seed of life. You are the bread of life. The bread is the word of God. You are the bread. My body broke it, broke it for you. You are broken for him. That's the covenant. The covenant with God, the covenant with Christ, the covenant with Holy Spirit is receiving everything while you're here in the earth before you go home to be in the kingdom. You reap everything here. What you have already in the the kingdom at home. Know that you know that you know who you are. It's so good to laugh. Because the devil tried it. And he's still trying. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Let not your heart be troubled. Our God is too good. It will make it so much more significant. 
is that his goodness rub off on you because you're like your dad. You are joint heir. And you have a blood bought right. You darn right, I'm glad. You darn right, I'm smiling. I'm supposed to. How can I say God is good with a frown on my face? You doggone right, I have a lot of energy. I have excessive energy. When he say you always have, he don't mean just financially. You will always overflow in every area of your life. But you got to be willing to go through what it takes to receive your overflow. You want to overflow in your health? Then take good care of your earthly vessel. Your earthly suit. Don't eat more than you work your body out. And wonder why you don't have enough energy to move around. You got to push yourself to receive the overflow. You want more money, then give more money. Simple as that. And not giving more money is to receive more money. There's no heart in that. He says, the greatest seed you have sown so far. I lifted up my seed and I received a touch from heaven. I said, God, I want to give more. He said, okay. There are three types of givers. A giver who wants to give much more, but a giver who wants to give only what they want to give and a cheerful giver. Which one are you, Quenisha? I say, I'm one who want to give much more, but we're going to get that but out the way. Give me all you got. And make a long story short, I started giving out my money that morning and nobody wanted to take it. Now I'm good. And I went to people who seemed not to have any food, who appeared not to have anywhere to go on the ground, sitting there. Please take this money. I begged them. And God even had me to hear a mother and son conversation that was half a mile away at a hot dog stand. He said, can I have someone to stand on me, please? She said, no. Because she didn't want to spend what she really had on something that she feels though he don't need. So I heard it. God had my ears to hear. My natural ears couldn't hear that far. I ran. Hey, how you doing? I know you didn't, you didn't hear me. I didn't, you know, I'm not trying to pry or anything, but you know, you're going to give yourself the stand. You want something to stand? I was speaking so fast. If you want anything, please take it. No, I'm okay. I said, why y'all don't? I went to God said, God, why they don't want my money? God said, I won't let them take it. Now, I'm not a person to assume. But God never said whether these people had a relationship with him or not. You know why? Because it doesn't matter when God speaks. We weren't about saving souls. The same way God touched your heart, you think he ain't touching nobody else's heart. He using us the way how he wants to be used through us to gain them back. And he uses us to gain a specific you know, group of people due to your personality and your giftings. For those who like to hear people sing beautiful melodies, I might not win them back, to be honest. Because I am not anointed to say. 
but I can. You understand? He know what gifting to put in you to attract what set of people. And many people want to do what I do and got frustrated because the crowd walked away. Because you cannot do my calling. You can only do what you're called to do. Fire doesn't mean be loud. That's not how you gain a crowd because of the, the value. You can whisper and gain everyone because of the anointing that's on your life to do so. I had to tell people that too. Don't mimic me to gain a soul. Mimic Christ that's within you. You understand? There are some people who don't want to keep hearing your testimony. As to what God is doing good in your life. Because they feel as though God not doing nothing in theirs. Excuse me, guys. I should never. Like, I'm eating food. I'm used to eating food on the other part of the podcast. But this one, you guys listening. But it's a separate podcast. I eat with them. <laughs> I don't eat with y'all. <laughs> oh, God. Excuse me, y'all. I'm about to tear it up. I'm about to, I mean, a nacho salad, beef chicken ass thing. I'm about to tear it up. While y'all talk, listening to me. But seriously. People don't want to hear it sometimes. Some people, some people, not all. When you begin to talk about how, you know, what God is doing in your life, they be glad. But don't think everybody hating on you and things like that. It's just some people don't want to go through what it takes you to go through what you went through to receive what God has for you. Also what he also has for them. They don't want to go through the necessary steps. They don't have to do any work. You just got to Give your life over to God. Many don't want to do that. They still want to do it their way. I want to wait for a man or woman of God, but I still want to have sex with other people. I want to get married to somebody, but I don't even know how to treat nobody because I don't even know how to love myself because I don't even know who God is. Simple as that, guys. I want a brand new house, but I don't even know how to micromanage my money to even keep the mortgage going. You understand? You want a home? Don't even think about the landscaping and all of that. You understand? But when you do things according to the will of God with purpose, God will give you all the information and resources that you need. A life with God is only to be demonstrated. And that's why I look so successfully. It's not to see somebody in ministry that's moving globally and God is moving so prophetically in their life and you think that he don't have that for you. Go through the necessary steps it takes Which is the steps are to continue to stand Continue to pray Praise and use your faith And you will bear so much fruit Seriously And then some people just don't want to keep hearing What God doing in your life And there's a difference when somebody want to gloat Or somebody just want to testify You know the difference there's a person who want to keep gloating They always talking about them, 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 them You don't even see no praise and worship in it Because they took it off of God and put them on themselves But we have to pray for people like that You understand? See, I play like that But I thank God that I would never operate like that Because it happens And it can happen to any of us Whatever can happen to one, it can happen to all to be honest. And Adam is a perfect example of that. And so is Christ. Hallelujah. 
the devil will try it, guys. He will try to send threats your way. You're going to lose your house. You got pressures and try to put issues of life on you. You got to just say, forget it. Father, I'm going out trusting in you, man. Even if you got the attitude, I don't care. If you want to take it, take it. But I'm not going to stop my praise. Never feel threatened by anyone's threats. Because all God wants you to do is show that you do not care. You can't care about your mortgage. You can't care about your marriage. When I say care, that means putting it in your own hands to the point where it moves you. There's a difference when you try to take it on with your own hands and when God is placing something in your hands. That's a difference. You understand. And you definitely can tell the two apart. Hallelujah. Things that seem to take longer is happening very fast. God is moving very fast. Very fast. You understand? God wants us to overflow in every area. Always having, meaning I'll be satisfied in my health, meaning my physical ability. Not tired, not lazy. Commanding my body to do what I want my body to do. And my body's not going to tell me what it think it's going to do. Because my spirit man overruled my flesh. So do yours. So when your spirit overrules, your flesh can't say nothing. You understand? Flesh will try to tell you, you cannot have. It do not belong. It's too good for you. You're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. It can never happen. Here go your spirit. Something good is happening to you. You are blessed and highly favored. You are blessed beyond measure. You always have. You always have. Not just money. You will always have the fruits of the Spirit. You will always have to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. You will always have sea in the ground. You will always have happiness. You will always have good success in everything that's connected to you. I went from saying yesterday, I hope my son don't have no homework to bring home. I don't really feel like doing no homework, helping him with no homework. Today, I'm so eager. I was like, I hope he got homework in every class. That's it. Hold on. What I'm saying here. I mean, I'm going too far with this. I, let him just bring home what he have, God. God said, yeah, change that. Because you, you're going too far. Let's, let's bring it back a little bit. Because you don't want to bring home with every class. God. But I see what you say. I see what you're saying. Keep saying it. You're doing good. You understand? Sometimes you know, we can speak too fast. But God know what we mean. You understand? But you still got to be mindful what you say. Because that you're going to have. Hallelujah. I'm eager for him to bring homework home. Whatever he's supposed to bring. But it ain't got to be nothing more than that. You know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love loving. I love loving. I love every single one of you. 
You don't have to drink to be happy. You don't have to smoke to be happy. You don't have to do anything but just say yes, God. Continue to believe that he is. Hallelujah. Like now, it's amazing how God could just instruct you on what to do. God said, whatever money Quenisha put in your hand from this day forward until I tell you, you micromanage it very well, like you usually do. But one, like one period, this period before then, God said, go and, you know, whatever you, you know, you sow your seed, of course. But it's okay for you to treat yourself. Treat your son. Now it's time for you to store up. You understand? God will tell you exactly what to do. I say, I store up once you put it in my hand, God. <laughs> you got to give me something to store up. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> but I thank God that without thinking materialistically, store up your faith by stirring up your faith. Store up grace by stirring up the grace of God that's within you. You understand? We always have. We always have. Oh my God, God, I'm still eating, guys. Please excuse me. It's just not easy for me to look at my food and not take like, my bag. You understand? God is so good and His mercy endure forever. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to walk like you know who you are. Your whole walk changed because your whole life changed. You went from one way of living to a new way of living. Much better. You embrace happiness for the first time. In such a way. Because the happiness that you experienced years ago. This is new happiness. It's a new time. A new day. He's expressing in a whole new way. Throughout the day. Ten minutes from here. I'm about to receive much more than what you hear right now. And even see. I'm so excited for God life for me. Don't you ever think you're not doing enough. Because God will have you sit down and just get yourself prepared. Because what he's about to do, you're going to be doing. So God have me sitting back right now. Because he know Q will move. And I mean move like prophetically out and about in the world. Doing things to help wherever God sent me. And it's been months since I've been out there where God usually send me places. Now wherever I go, I'll bless and be used by God. Of course, it's our lifestyle. But for God to have a certain place, a specific place and time on my heart to go, he has not done that. He says, sit in the house. Enjoy what I'm doing. I'm preparing you. I'm preparing you. I'm preparing you for what's next. Because this time when you go out, it's totally different. Totally different. I'm preparing you for the lifestyle that I created you to have. And in order to embrace that lifestyle successfully, 
successfully. Success never ends. If a person appears to be wealthy and one minute they look like they're doing okay, next minute they look like they're not doing okay, then what do you do considering them to be not successful anymore? That's not even a successful lifestyle, period. A successful, a successful, successful, excuse me, lifestyle is a person who live in the earth knowing who they are. Simple as that. Knowing who you are. Because if you know who you are, you know what you can have. And you know what you can have, you know what you can keep. Fear don't live here anymore. Doubt don't live here anymore. Confusion, division don't live here anymore. Insecurity don't live here anymore. The devil is so threatened by my beauty. To have people come and try to cause me to not like who I am. By them not seeming to be satisfied as to who I am. And I don't mean relationships. I mean people, period. Somebody, a lot of people always had things to say. Find something wrong to say. Whole time it's the enemy trying to set me up to fall. And I don't mean set up. God don't mean when he say enemy set you up to fall. Like he actually stand you up or you be stacked up. Or withstand. No. Set you up mean literally set you up. Meaning planning sneakiness behind your back. But have you thinking that, you know. He don't dress things up the way I already appear. Has somebody come into your life and you thinking it's of God. He disguised that. That wasn't even of God. Even when it comes to investments, it seems okay to do. But without you asking God. And even if God says it's okay, but just wait on. Hold on. You are doing yourself. And then people called to be pastors. But God said, hold on, wait a second. You got to, you know, be planted where you are right now. They want to leave the, the home church. They open their own church. And God said, not yet. Wait a second. Then they got people trying to put another anointing on you. You got this anointing going on. No, I don't. How you know? Because God told me who I am. Somebody can try to put their anointing on you to do it because they're afraid to do it. I had that too. Orchestrate this conference. You got to put it on. I pay for everything. You just put it together and you speak. That's not what God told me to do. He told me to see her intercede for you to do it. That's what you called to do. Well, I'm scared. Well, stop walking in fear. You all right? You do it so freely, Quenisha. Yeah, every time before I open my mouth, I'm very nervous too. And I don't mind telling anybody that, yes, I am. I'm not going to pretend I'm not. I'm not the person to be so eager to want to be seen by everybody. I don't mind being behind the scene. But God said the last shall be made first. Which means those who are in the back who don't want to be seen will be on the spot. Because 
That's what my glory is for those who lower themselves, humble themselves. You understand? God already know me. Already know the lifestyle I have. You have. And God knows no matter how much money he placed in my hand for the ministry he called me to do. How much is going to be broadcasted all around the world what God called me to do. Because good news travels. And supernatural travels faster. It's good to go out and feed the hungry. You're supposed to. If God leads you to do that. That will be heard fast. But grabbing arms from the kingdom to people who appear to have only one. That they receive two. That will travel faster. You understand Having laws to be changed in different nations that were never changed before. Many people that's in this country, for those who moved here for the resources, but still love where they're from. But only if their government was like this government, they would never left their hometown. They're going to go back for those who want to go home because your laws of your land will be changed. That travels faster. Those are the moves that we are making. That's what God is telling me to do. And you're connected to me. That's why I say we. Now, he don't mean that he's going to have you out there with me. But you're connected to me. You understand. I'm not going around neighborhoods just to say I did something good. Nothing wrong with that, guys. But you got to always know your motive. Is it because you want to impress people on Facebook? Or have people to know that you're doing something? Because they post up what God is doing in their life? Or are you doing it because you feel really good to be used by God to do so? It's no way in fire hell I'm going to receive. One thing that Satan knows my biggest strength is my health. He know I can never accept any negative doctor's report. He know. He know what your weakness and your strengths are. That is definitely a strength of mine. It's no way in fire hell I'm going to accept any news Satan throw my way. Because it can't come from nobody else if it's a lie. You understand? I'm not going to say what the doctor said, Period. wrong with you but if your body start reacting to it because you spoke it over it by saying what you saw in that paper it don't matter who you are in ministry the devil not even think to play with my body or any other area neither are yours to play with I'm not going past 40, God says. Thank you, God. He's instructing me on how long to be on here now. He used to say, go to the to a stop. Now he say 40. Right now. 
God is very faithful. I lift up my hands. Because our Father is good. <coughs> Excuse me. It's not about where he delivered you from. It's knowing that you've been delivered because he loves you. We were born delivered in this generation. Because Christ already finished the work over 2,000 years ago. And here we are in a generation that still stir out stuff up in certain areas as if he didn't do anything. I'm not going out like that. If I'm going to believe this man, I'm going to believe that man. You understand? The same way we try to believe in other things. Other people. I believe in him more than anything. Anyone. If he said it, and if I don't believe it, then he's going to have to help me in that area. Lord, help my unbelief. If things don't appear to be in my life the way how it's supposed to be, with well, God, I'm about to sit down with you and I got to get this thing figured out in your presence. Help me, Lord. Because I don't got time to be praising you and doing this and knowing I'm living a, you know, a mediocre lifestyle. What God called me to do, go ahead fast because it's going to gain attention. Whoa! I just heard of something that Christ did. You too. Breaking news. Breaking news. Going to be good news. So I'm going to be obedient. And when God had me to get up and do something, I will. But he said, not yet. I always make sure, God, am I just sitting around in this bedroom? There's so much to be done. You're doing it. You're good. I know what for you to do. I already planned, already written it out. What you're doing is already written. Just continue to follow me and you're walking out. What's already been written. But when you take matters in your own hands, you are walking outside of the the writing. The written promises. Do you know this day already written down? He wrote it down. There's no way, Father. I can lift up my hands and praise you in front of people in the church. And I know we are the church. There's no way I can say I love you. And I love those who I see every day. There's no way I can say I have a faith life. And I'm doubting things. There's no way that I can walk with you. And every area in my life is not prospering. See, prosperous, prosperity, living prosperous is not based upon what you do or do not have physically. It's what you do have spiritually. Faith. 
faith. That's, that's one thing I love that God dealt. That's all you need to deal to every man. The measure of faith. God showed me in a dream a toy helicopter. And they tossed it in my hand. And that was my form of transportation, a toy helicopter in my hand. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this? It was royal blue and black. I said, what am I going to do with this? I said, all right, I got to get to this place. All right. My faith began to rise. Then I heard an engine and the toy helicopter. It was like, <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, I faith grew more. I went from looking at the toy helicopter to being inside of it. I tell you, that's why God blesses us. Because that increases our faith to receive much more. Because he's able to do more, more than what you can ask or even think much more. Yes, Father, I see an airplane going past me. I see two. I want to be on both. <laughs> God knows that's my thing, man. Any form of transportation, I'm flying. I'm riding on ships. It don't matter. Only thing I don't want, I don't want no rocket. I don't need to go out of space. I had many encounters I felt like I was already. Thank God I don't smoke weed no more. God. But I was on cloud whatever. Not even cloud past the clouds. I was on planet whatever. And saw the whole solar system. God. <laughs> My God. I just thank God that I don't look at nobody different. It don't matter if you smoke weed, drink, party, and even go to church. What do I do with that? What do I have to say about that? We're going to bless the Lord. And the more that God used me to have you to spend time with him, you will see a difference in your lifestyle. But until then, let's bless the Lord. I can't make you stop doing anything or start doing anything. You got to want it on your own. But until you want it with me, you're going to be blessing the Lord. And the more you bless the Lord, the more you receive the Lord, the more you receive the Lord, the more you encounter Him. The more you encounter Him, you receive more of Him and less of your ways. Your old ways. Somebody said, How did you stop smoking and drinking? Because, man, you wish to get it. Yeah, back in the day, I just spent time with God. He, gave, he asked me if He asked for all my time. I gave Him all my time. He called me off my job, so I had no choice but to do nothing but be in His presence. He made sure I stayed in his presence. Because everything that I had to do outside, it was gone. You understand? And while I was in his presence, all that matters is that I just dwelt there. It wasn't no smoking in God's presence. It wasn't no drinking in God's presence. So the more that I have spent time with God, the less those things even matter to me. And there goes that habit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, guys. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Don't go past 40. I love you. You guys are so amazing. <laughs> Greater is he who's in us, guys, than he's in the world. I love you.